0: Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsports, we are your daily dose of quick-handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen and joining me as always in his red four for four football shirt, Mr. Andy Molitor. And as is Friday tradition, it's been a long week. Andy and I are tired. We need support. We weave in Matthew Rooney today as our third man. Matt, how are things in Chicago? I know you were down on the Bulls when I saw you the other day, but much to Andy and I's chagrin, they beat the friggin' of,
1: of course they did, because that's what they do. They go and lose these, they go and lose to awful teams and then when I bet against them and bet on the Nuggets and then live bet the Nuggets once they go down and then chase live betting the Nuggets once they're down double digits, of course that's the game the Bulls go out and win. So they're kind of unpredictable. It's a bunch of throwing stuff at against the wall and seeing what sticks, but they're, they're not very good. Zach Levine has been pleasantly surprising, though, in his last like 10, 11 games, really since the All-Star break but a little bit before that. He's been much, much better, much more efficient as a scorer. So hopefully that sticks because that's something long-term that could be good. But other than that, that's kind of all I'm watching the rest of the year. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: That's golf. Yeah.
2: Golf is good. Um, if anyone's seen Victor Hovland, I think I joked about this last week or earlier oh, in the week. I said, if yeah, Victor Hovland is, you know, he finished well last week. But there was some luck, like you're not going to have these chip ins and these, you know, aces and you're just not going to have that sort of luck every week. Uh, I was premature. (laughs) He's been incredibly lucky and it's just hilarious. And I I will will take I'll take a luck I can get when you're gambling. Like, I'm not ever going to say, oh, man, I I won that. But it was kind of lucky. Like he's three under on the day right now. He's playing well again. I'll absolutely, absolutely take it when he hit, like, the bulkhead on the 17th. You know, the basically, oh, that shot's going in the water. It's going in the water. It's like, tink. Nope, it's going in the green. So, if he wants to continue to play with the horseshoe in his bag, I will be fine with that. Matchups are going okay. It looks like Burns and Kim are tied. Jagger's up a couple shots on a Hughes. I have not found a daily matchup I've liked for two days now. Um, I'm not sure this has happened for a while. I had no round one plays. I have no round two plays. If you go over to uh, Betsford's Golf, uh, just the Twitter handle, Ron, I, uh, Ron has one of his plays up for free. He played five three balls today. He loves playing three balls, finding some value in those all week long. So go check that out if you want some more free golf bets. I've got nothing for you today. We'll just, uh, we'll just go with the normal stuff, some. Basketball. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme give the ball because nukes is going to bet it. Let's he just start, let's start with that before we skate on over to the NHL.
0: Cruising along, a nice easy under last night. Um, just a handful of games here. There was six a minute ago. Now I'm looking at five. I'm trying to figure out which one got pulled off the board here. Um, I think it's a Cleveland Miami game. They just announced. Yeah, the Cleveland Miami game got pulled off. They just announced that. Um, Darius Garland's questionable tonight, but I do have bets in um three of the games tonight. Um, the other ones I haven't made a wager on. My Sixers, big favorites over the Portland Trail Blazers. Makes sense. I mean, if you want to bet that game, just bet Dame Lillard overs. He has great games against the Sixers every time. We still struggle against guards like that. So um, if you're looking for an itch to scratch there, go for it. Uh, Dan's Atlanta Hawks one and a half point favorites over the Wizards. All those numbers came pretty close to what I had, and the Nets are in a terrible schedule spot. Your Timberwolves, Andy, just four and a half point favorites. Maybe a little bit short, but not short enough for me to bet. The three bets I did like, though, i hoping for an underful night here. I guess um, I'll start here with the Miami Heat. Again, that number just got pulled off the board. Curious to see what it reopens at with Garland at. I guess is the total will drop a little bit, so maybe this gets down to 106, half somewhere in that range. But give me the Miami Heat team total. I was able to get under 107.5 earlier, a little bit of 107 as well. Um, I think really anything 106.5 or higher is a really nice play. Uh, this team really struggles to score the ball there, just playing at an absolute grind of a pace as well. And go up against a Cavaliers team tonight that defensively ha- has everything you want in terms of trying to slow this team down. Now, Garland's a, a pretty solid defender, a little better than maybe the people think. is but as long as jared allen and evan mobley are playing which is going to be the case here i expect another night where the heat really again struggle to get to even 105 let alone 106 or 107 that we're seeing here so gonna play that angle um like that quite a bit and the denver nuggets play the san antonio spurs and as dangerous as it can be to bet a spurs under let's go for it um this is a really weird travel spot the nuggets leave home for a one game road trip in san antonio um Generally, in those spots, the Nuggets will see maybe rest some players. They don't play guys quite a bit. And as much as blowouts tend to be good for unders, it's it's not really how the Nuggets do it. They really wind the game down, again – try to get their players as few minutes as they can. So I think we're going to see a slow pace tonight. Again, a pretty kind of messy game. I wonder, again, if Denver is going to rest a couple guys. We'll see how that happens later. But even if everybody plays, I had this in the low 230. So anything, honestly, 235 or higher looks like a nice underplay. And then Raptors-Lakers, the market, I think, really struggling to adjust it. What an impact, the midseason, well, the post-All-Star break trade it's made for the Lakers in terms of increasing their defensive potential as well as the impact of LeBron James being off the floor, slowing the pace of the game down, really removing a lot of offensive efficiency. And uh, as makes sense, this Lakers team has really taken the air out of the ball, focusing on locking teams down. They've kept, um, I think, their last handful of opponents, I think it's three or four, under 110, and really haven't been close to a total of this number unless they're playing a team that really tries to push the pace. And that's what we see with the Toronto Raptors. Again, they play guys a lot of minutes. Generally, their pace is a little bit slower. And I think both these teams actually match up really nicely against each other. Should be a fun, you know, kind of tough game if you like a little more defensive style of basketball, but not expecting a lot of points. I had this right around 220, so anything 224 or higher looks good, 223 or higher, really. So Heat team total under 106 or higher, Nuggets Spurs under 235 or higher, and then Raptors Lakers under 223 or higher.
1: I like that. I really like that last under. And usually I don't like unders, but I like that one.
0: I don't think there's been a proper adjustment again for how the Lakers are playing basketball at this point. So that's kind of the nice part. As the season goes along, the market generally gets more efficient, but there are always certain cases where you have these teams that make big changes and no one really knows what to do. And there's not enough time probably to catch up.
2: All totals today. Like me in a wing restaurant. No sides. Let's go. Just meet. I'll, I'll gamble with that for you. So, And, yeah, I, I kind of wasted my segue, so I won't say that. No,
1: anything. that was great, though, because that was, like, such the – that was such, like, the prototypical, like, pros, host transition to hockey. We're going to skate on over to the yeah, end. And like, it's, that it's, was it's, just – it
2: was good. It's like the local, you know, the local news station reading the reading the sports scores. Like that's that's uh, the final game of the NBA. Let's skate on over to skate on over to the NHL. Where where the Capitals took on the Bruins today in Boston. That actually didn't happen. But there is some Mm -hmm. hockey tonight. Matt's going to do the thing where he complains about. Oh, there's not enough hockey on a friday there
1: isn't night. on a friday there, night. Well, i mean i actually you know games?
2: i won't necessarily yeah. complain today because we have conference championship week and i'm i'm
1: pretty zoned in on that that nots basketball so i'm okay with it but yeah i will complain because why would you only have two games on a friday night when you're trying to promote your league and what i I, oh, I digress
2: Go i don't on. want to dox you but how far are you from the united center oh
1: i'm pretty close um, I could walk. <laughs> you
2: look like you oh, – So if I'm on the
1: – so I live on like, – I live like the middle floor of my – One of the middle floors of my building. If I'm on the 19th floor, which is our like our common area or like rooftop, I can see the United Center from here. It's, it's, sure. it's a – It would be a long walk, but you could walk it. Usually it's, it's walk close. to – Especially right now. Usually it's walk to one of the bars um, about – four or five blocks away that run free shuttles to the united center have a beer hop on the free shuttle there and back and then walk to and from the apartment that's save on the parking movie. it's nice yeah. Yeah. But are you are you just doing some recon for when you when you come and pay up shuttle yeah centers. yeah
2: oh yeah that is where they have hockey oh, yeah good. that'll that'll be the plan um we'll go to the bar and then take the shuttle i didn't know there's a shuttle Fun. Yeah, there's yeah, Andy.
1: There are there are four, <sighs> four different bars in the West. It's just loop like
2: it's just like that have Denver. shuttles. Yeah. Denver has that too. It takes you right down to the stadium. It's on, fantastic,
1: uh, and then it'll bring you right back right after. If it's a bad right. game, usually they're sitting out there by the start of the third period. You just hop on, go to the bar. In
2: Minneapolis, you got to pay like three bucks to take the light rail. So
1: no, we just got the they got the little signs with their Venmos. Like, hey, if you want to tip us, here's my Venmo. And
2: he, hat so tip. The hat tip bucks. to the shuttle. Let's go. So all right, what am I? Give me some props.
1: Well, Andy was. Wow. Or, I'm sorry, Noops was talking about how the Markets maybe have not adjusted to the way the Lakers play, and that sometimes it takes a little while. Andy's, yep, that's about right. Um, the NHL has to the we have two bad teams in action tonight. In my Blackhawks are on the road in Florida, and the Ducks who are on the road in Calgary. Um, the NHL has the markets have adjusted to how bad those teams are. I want to take a guess at what the Panthers against the Hawks puck line is tonight? Minus one and a half.
2: The Panthers are good. Um uh, the Panthers My, aren't even that good.
1: They're competing for a playoff spot. They're not in the playoffs, I think, is right now if they they are the right it's minus 182. And they Oof. don't even yeah, and they did and they did not have the Musty. alternate puck line available. Like at that point, just put it at two and a half. I I don't know why it what it wasn't available. Um and I'm then, I'm then it look, two,
2: that's fun for everyone. It's like the world baseball classic, you know. <laughs> They've hung some. There's some teams that are just not on the same level as the good teams. Yeah, they hung a nine and a half in one of the games as the run line for a, a world. That, that team did not cover. By the way, it's probably not good. Good uh, strategy to be laying ten runs and probably not a bad bet. But
1: my, my favorite is in in hockey when they have either the World Juniors or the Olympics roll around, and this, it, I think it's even more so in women's hockey. But you'll see like
2: Canada, Canada minus, minus, minus and six and a
1: half, half against yeah. like. Japan or something and like and that. The 20, and the, and it's like, of course I'm going to lay that. There's not enough goals yeah. so you can give me
2: to lay Minus six and a half, and the total's eight. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, so we're not quite there with the Blackhawks and the Ducks yet, but I did want to have a couple bets there. So I like uh, – Andy talks about this one on a lot. Shots on goal, and I'm sorry. I spelled Taylor Radish wrong. Taylor it's Radish, on. not Taylor Ratta, um, of the Chicago Blackhawks. We're going to take his over one and a half shots on goal. He's been a top six forward for most of the year. Um, but in the last few games since Kane's been dealt, since Max Domi got dealt, I mean, those are their two top offensive, you know, go-to guys. Uh, Radish has been a guy carrying the load a little bit more. He had two goals against Detroit the other night. Um, I think one and a half is is an easy total for him to go ahead and grab the over tonight. The Hawks aren't racking up a lot of shots on goal, but he's a lot. Of, he's a guy who's getting a lot of the focus offensively. Uh, he's been playing on a line with Lucas Reichel, who is. Hawks rookie, who's a very good distributor, so he's going to get radish some chances, I think, and he's going to see some time on the power play. So over one and a half, and he says it all the time. He just, all you got to do is shoot the puck twice. It's not that hard, right? Um, and then Trevor zegras over two and a half shots on goal for the Ducks. He's the—I'm uh, and I'm not sure either you guys know this. He's a cover boy for NHL uh, 23, whatever the one is that came out before the season. Um, young kid for the Ducks. He's got three plus shots on goal. I think in all. Pull it up here so I get this stat exactly right. Um, he's got three plus shots on goal in three of his last four. Uh, he's always hovering right around that two mark as well, um, and I think that two and a half for plus one thirty tonight against the Flames is a good number. So I like rolling with that value. Um, and then yeah, Radish. I think in all four of his last uh, four games since the Domi trade has hit three or more. So I, I think that's really good value for him too at one and a half. Maybe maybe put a prize picks together
2: with those two. God Ooh. damn it! You read my mind. I have yeah. prize picks open. I just over that. I'm I'm gonna do because they have a uh, that's perfect.
0: They have a that pro, is, that well, is a
1: pro, I like yeah, prize picks a, a lot, but that's my Friday. favorite way to bet hockey on uh, basically to bet on prize picks. I love shots on the shots on goal parlay. Sorry, Andy, go ahead. Promo on Friday.
2: They have a promo on Friday where like the six leg prize picks pays out uh, thirty to one compared to what it normally pays. So mm-hmm. you get a little little extra value. I'm actually like seeing what that should pay in like real parlay terms. One shout,
1: shout out Dan. He just he just threw this up here as well. Um, minus two and a half alternate puck line on Fanduel is minus one hundred six. So yeah, just that's the, what. No, just don't even touch it. There, there's no reason to touch that.
2: All right. So Monday the tenth. I'll see ya. My wild. Well, Monday uh, April tenth. Monday this April 10th. hockey hockey date. Yeah. Hope you hope you don't have anything to do on a Monday night cuz we're, we're getting April, drunk.
1: T- Ooh, Monday April 10th Andy, I don't think I'm in town.
2: What? The yeah. wild are. Oh,
1: he, the I told, you.
2: The, I've I told you. I've been trying. I've been trying to You. that's I the first, the first
1: time you've even asked me. Why don't you why don't you look at Yale uh t- tell us about Yale's out right here in the Ivy Where League. Where would you possibly
2: be State. going on the 10th? All right. Andy, Yeah, Easter
1: weekend, I'm going out I'm, I got a family family trip are going out to Pebble Beach.
0: Oh, zombie Jesus day.
2: Yeah, that's uh just, just like Jesus wanted to go golfing.
1: That's, um, you know, I think he would. They have churches out there, too.
2: That's true. All right. While well, Matt's figuring out where his Easter mass will be, <laughs> I will be looking at the 32nd and final conference tournament of the year. I don't have the article 100% ready. I will uh, publish it as soon as I possibly can. Uh, but I picked a team. And it was a tough one, too, because I hate picking all the favorites. I did take favorites in a few, and there was a couple tournaments where I just said, you know, hey, I'd love to pick a long uh, dog here, but Colgate minus 220 should be Colgate minus 500. And sometimes you have to pick the favorite just because no one's going to beat them. And, you know, all the ones I lost last night were like fourteen seven to 1, big dogs. It's fun to pick the big dogs, but the big dogs lose an awful lot, too. So such is life. Uh, the, the Ivy league tournament sucks. It's four, it's four teams, three games, two days. They didn't even used to have one.
0: It's only four. But,
1: it's only a four team tournament. I don't think
2: I realized they, that. They didn't I have to really, keep it to a weekend. Yeah. They oh, that's right. Like, they don't like to interrupt class. They actually, for many, many, many years, they didn't have one. The first team that was officially locked into the March madness bracket every year was always the Ivy league. Cause it's just like, they would just send whoever won the regular season like they didn't even have a tournament so i think just hey we got to have a tournament they don't there's not a lot of pomp nor circumstance they just pick one of the schools they were the first ones to cancel for covid too they were like we didn't want to have it in the first place but they pick one of the schools they have it there it's been at yale it's going to be in princeton that is the case to take princeton is hey it's a home game and Honestly, a lot of these teams only lose when they go on the road. The good teams pretty much won all of their home games. I still couldn't do it just because Yale has such an easy draw in the first round. They should beat Cornell by by a considerable amount. Like The fourth seed was basically up between three teams for the better part of the last week. None of them were on kind of on the level of Yale or uh, or Princeton, for that matter. So it's, it's a really easy turn path to the finals as in, hey, just go beat Cornell as a sizable favorite, even if it's in Princeton. And then you're just, even, even the fact that it's going to be in New Jersey, I still think Yale should be a favorite in the finals. So I'm basically betting Yale versus Princeton. And you never know. Like, uh, Princeton could get upset by Penn. A lot of people like Penn. That's a big price if you want to get weird with it. But I have to go with one official play, a boring-ass Yale play. This is a two-game parlay, huh? I guess it's just... It's a, the rolling money line parlay is not going to be complicated to figure out in the Ivy League this year. So, the Yale Bulldogs. I know I said sneaky 12 seed. They might be a 13, maybe worse if some other teams move up a little. So, I will. Uh, I'll be watching for them. That game's and again Saturday and Sunday. That doesn't even start today. Today I've got a lot of other. I've got Houston, North Texas, Texas A&M, Akron, Norfolk State, Maryland, Creighton. Fullerton, Texas, Grambling State, and Utah Valley in action by other outrights. So, just those eleven or twelve teams I got to cheer on today. What's Let's Utah start- Valley's nickname? The Utah Valley Wolverines. Okay. Don't fact check that. I won't. That sounds really <laughs> right, though. I almost that does said- sound good. I almost said Thunderbirds, but that's the other one. Um, Utah Valley uh, Wolverines sounds right. I just did watch Red Dawn, too. So maybe that's why I said Wolverines. (laughs) Speaking of the West Coast, (laughs) the vulnerability we have on the West Coast, let's head out to the West Coast and look at – actually, that was in Colorado. Look at Indian Wells, gorgeous Indian Wells. How did it go yesterday? Oh, you know what? It did go – all the matches were straight-set winners, except the one that was a straight-set loser. Uh, I believe it was 2-0, 2-0, 2-0. You went two for three. But one of them was, uh, I, I know this because they were in my accounts. One of them was like plus 180. So it was nice to see a plus 180 dog just kick the ever-living shit out of someone. That's always nice. No sweat. It's nice that
0: they're quick too. Not a lot of fretting.
2: Yeah. Very yeah, minimal fretting, I'd say. Do you have any other fretless bets for me today?
0: I see a lot of plus signs i certainly hope so you know i, I will, we'll we'll see if there's fretless i don't know we've got a big underdog here we're got we're going back to the well with over two and a half sets it's been a long time we've got one there and uh one half of the Linda parley i don't know if i could um, advise a linda linda parlay again today but we'll talk through that first off elena ostepenko plays alexandra sastovich um two women that play extremely quick sets but often three set matches this should be a really interesting spot i'm going to be looking at uh, maybe ways to live bet under eight and a half games and a couple of the sets um, here but two and a half a plus 155 looks like a really nice number i mean i had this closer to plus 135 plus 140 um again should be a match where um and has taken a set off Ostapenko, I think, three or four of the five times that they've played. And, again, head-to-head isn't everything, but Ostapenko is as good as anybody at messing up a match, and that's kind of where Sastavich thrives. So I think Sastavich has a good chance to scoop a set today, um, but I like this over two-and-a-half set price much better here, plus at plus 155. Anything plus 150 or better looks good. And the Linda Linda parlay worked for us a few days ago. Going to go back to the well here with one of them, Linda Fruvertova, a short underdog here to Helena Kalanina. And, um, had this match basically at a pick'em here. Colonina you know, if you go over a wider stretch, I could think I could make a, a case for her being a favorite. Not Close to 150, though. And especially if you look at the last few weeks here, form um, is a really important part of tennis, especially with all the travel and things like that. And has had a really rough month, hasn't got anywhere near to the heights where she finished kind of the end of last season. And is chugging along. These courts are great for her. They're a little bit slow. Um, like her quite a bit in the spot. I-, I was happy to play plus 105, plus 110, plus 125 is sitting out there. I'll be happily scooped that up. Um, Linda Nazkova, the other Linda here, a short underdog against Amanda Anisimova. <sighs> Anasimova has had a really messy last six months. Um, it really seems kind of checked out, but it's got back together. The new coach is a much higher quality player than Nazkova. I mean, when Anna Samova's playing her best tennis, she's a top five to ten player on tour and Um, has generally performed well in these courts, it should be a good situation for her. So, that one's kind of tough. If you want to put the Lindas together, I won't hold it against you for a sprinkle, but I can't endorse it as an official play. And then, um, Wang Ji Yu, there are two Wongs playing this afternoon. You could parlay both Wongs together. I actually thought about that. Um, Wang Jin Yu goes up against Ekaterina Alexandrova, who's just a mess the last month, and um, but not sure I like her quite as much at you know i'm looking here at a price of about plus 210 on her but at plus 210 Yu wong and again double check the names here she plays up against anastasia Potapova. this number's cut down a little bit um, i would play anything plus 200 or better um this is one of those matches where we're definitely not going to play the spread because a well, long either wins this match or gets absolutely smashed um is a really good player generally win matches pretty handily and um Could have some success here. I think the style is probably good for her. But comes in here completely cold. Wong's got a couple matches under her belt. Um, Really enjoyed the way she played her last match. Looks great and, um, you know, has all the tools to kind of hold control here. If she can come out and play her best tennis, um, there's a good shot she has of winning this match. So we'll see how it goes. Don't take the spread. Just the money line here. Again, anything plus 200 or better. And then Linda for 125. And, again, that over two and a half cents.
1: I like it. I like. I just like I said. I like the plus monies.
0: Let me see Always. what the Wong Harley is right now. I've been thinking about doing that all day. I should just do it.
2: Wong Linda round robin. Somebody the Wong Harley
0: is plus eight fifteen. That's. I'm going to sprinkle that. That's, I that's, think that's, I, a, that's a bet. That's a bet that even if I lose, I'm going to feel worse if I don't win any caches. I think I like that.
2: People and speaking. of... Round robin. Somebody did ask about my traditional March Madness strategy, which I guess we'll get into more next week. It was more of betting all the underdogs and Martin Galing if it doesn't work on day one. But uh I do sometimes round robin all the twelves. And I, I remember a few years back I did that and it was a three out of four hit and the one that was the longest underdog hit as well. So it was a nice little payout. Nice they, little boost. You know, it paid three or four times, whatever you had on, on the entire round Robin because the the one lost, but I made the mistake of sitting and doing the math. If on what the four, if the fourth one would have hit, what it would have paid, which kind of made me sad because the fourth one was a, a really close game as well. It just happened to be the second in sequential order. So it didn't hurt as bad as if it would have been that fourth. I suppose I could have been a, just a little wiener and hedged at that point too, but such is life. They don't call it March normalness. Shit's going to happen, guys. All kinds of shit's going to happen. Hopefully it happens to all my teams. And what happens is they, they all win their conference tournaments. I'll check you guys on Monday. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Producer Dan. Thanks, Holt and Leg Show Magazine. And, yeah, we'll see you next week.